chapter 14 in Matthew, verse 22. Straight away, Jesus constrained His disciples to get into a ship and to go before Him unto the other side. While He sent the multitude away, when He had sent the multitudes away, He went up into a mountain apart to pray. When the evening was come, He was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. Jordan, could you put some air on for us? And 25 says, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw Him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Is, is it a spirit? And they cried out, for fear. This is my title for comes from this verse tonight. But straight away Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, or a better translation would be, since it's you, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down on the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. When he, when he saw the wind boisterous, catch this, he was afraid. And being to, beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, where did you doubt? When they were came into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship come and worshipped Him, saying, Of a truth, You are the Son of God. And I want to use just for a few moments, Be not afraid. Come on. Be not afraid. Come on. One of Satan's main tactics to come at the child of God is fear. Yep. But just like Jesus told Joshua, Have I not commanded you be of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. For whithersoever you go, I am with you. I said, David Hess, he said, whithersoever you go, it doesn't matter in the valley, in the deep, darkest part of the sea, whithersoever you go, wherever you go, Jesus is with you. I said, Jesus is with you tonight. Jesus is with you. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your presence, for Your anointing. Lord, for Your Spirit in this place. Lord, we cannot do without it. Lord, we thank You for this Word here tonight. And God, help us to break the bread of life, Lord. Lord, help us to rightly divide Your Word, Lord, and let it be anointed by the Holy Spirit. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen and Amen. We see this part of the text that we read from. and It was right after Jesus would feed the 5,000. You all remember that part in the Bible when there was, He would teach and they would follow Him into the desert. And it was getting about supper time. and Peter looked at Jesus and said, We've got to send them home to eat. Everybody's getting hungry. And all of a sudden, Peter heard Jesus say something that just didn't make sense to him. 
Jesus looked at him and said, Well, I want you to go to the lad with the food and get the bread that we have and the food. And Peter looked at and went and seen how much they had. And he said, Well, Jesus, we've, we've only got just a couple fish and five loaves. That's all we've got. That's all I've got. That's all we've got. And there you see there's 5,000 men. And not besides the men, but there's probably around 12,000 here. But we've got that much. And Jesus said, just give it to me. You're little. If you'll just give it to me, I'll make it much. He said, if you'll just give me the little that you've got, I'll make it much. He said, just a grain, just a mustard seed, just a grain of faith. I said just a grain. You may be going up against the worst problem, but if you can just have a little, just a little bit of faith to get out on the water, if you'll just have a little bit of faith, come on, thank you. Just a little bit of faith. He'll answer. Just give him all that you've got, and he'll break it, and he'll bless it, and he'll give it. And after this account, when he would feed the feed the five thousand. He would tell the disciples to go on and get in the ship. And Jesus would go up into the mount to pray. As He often did. We see Jesus had a, a strong prayer life. And that's what we all need to pattern after. Amen. You can read multiple times when He would depart. Or go to Himself and pray. Amen. Come on. But He said, I want you guys to go on to the other side. And I'm going to stay back and I'm going to pray. Now I'm just going to use a little example here tonight. And I'm going to use this first part of when they board the ship. Now I want us to look at that for each of us as the moment that we got saved. When we got saved, we entered into a journey. We could say it's across this sea. You've heard it, the sea of life. So we're going through this sea of life. What I want us to understand is while we go through this sea of life, we will endure and we will face hard times. We will go through times where it'll shake us. It'll hurt. Why? Well, number one, we live in a sinful, corrupted world. This world has been corrupted by the fall of Adam. Every person born as a human being is born into sin. With a thing called a sinful nature and a flesh that is corrupted. And until we get to the other side of this sea of life, we are still corrupted. Amen. John said that, and, 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 or Paul said that corruption will put on incorruption. Amen. Mortality will put on immortality. That's good. In that coming day. Come on. But until that time, we have to realize as Christians that we live in a world that's full of chaos. Amen. Because of sin. Amen. The Bible says in Revelation that. When Jesus will at last lock Satan up in the bottomless pit. John said he saw an angel come down with a key to open the bottomless pit. 
And then he said, that old serpent, the devil, the one that has tempted and deceived the nation, the whole earth is deceived and tempted and tried by that old serpent, Satan. But I'm here to tell you, church, one day the tempter will be locked up. One day the tempter will be locked up for a thousand years. There'll be no tempter then when King Jesus comes to live on earth again. Amen. But, you see, if we go back even, even before Genesis 1-2, and I don't want to get into that, we see how Satan, the son of morning, was in charge of this world. This world before the, the first flood, which is called the flood of Lucifer. I won't go into that. And I don't, really don't want to get people too confused with that. But what I want you to understand is we see in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And then we see in 2-2, the earth was without void. And there was darkness on the deep. Now we can see through Scripture that God does not create anything in darkness. Amen. So we, through Scripture and through balancing out Scripture with Scripture, we see how before Genesis 1-2, Satan would be the ruler of this earth. For how long? We don't know. That's, that's an uncased amount of time. It's really dateless. We have no idea. But we do know for a period of time that a lot of people call it the, uh, the, the, the pre-Adamic earth. Yes, pre-Adamic, yes. And He ruled this earth and ruled that which was on it, which a lot of preachers refer to as pre-Adamites, before Adam. But at one point in time, as we can read in Ezekiel 14, Go to Ezekiel 14. And you'll see how Satan rebelled against God. He decided he would go up. He would go up to heaven and exalt himself above God. And he would lead a rebellion. And he would lead this entire... It says that nations fell with him. And he would also take a third of the angels that would rebel and choose to go with Satan. But you see... One thing we got to understand is when you go against God, you're going to lose. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. But because God is a God of just and law, He did not make the angels serve Him. He, they got their own choice oh, to go with Satan. Amen. And those that were on this earth, and I really, I want to go into that sometime and really show you all in Scripture. But I can give you some reference, reference how the nations decided to follow Satan. Well, those nations would go and follow Satan and they would be ruined by the flood that God would send that would put earth in a state of void and darkness on the deep. As we see in Genesis 1-2. And they, uh, that's another thing. That's where dinosaurs went. There was no big bang. If there was a big bang, God created the bang. Amen. <laughs> But all creation that was before, that's what we know as Paul would say, we war not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against rulers of darkness, wickedness in high places. Amen. We, we war against these things, spiritual wickedness. That's good. We see how at times we will face these things and we will go through battles and circumstances. And at times, I want to go back to our text. We'll get in the midst of the sea and we'll be tossed by the waves. And the wind will be contrary to us. Don't let that take you by surprise. There's some of us in here that have been through some pretty hard times. Some of us are going through hard times. Yes, amen. But there's a fourth watch on the way. Amen. Come on now. Y'all didn't get that. I said there's a fourth watch on the way. The Bible says that the, the winds were contrary, the waves tossed them. But in the fourth watch, Jesus went to them. I'll, I'll preach over here a little bit. In the fourth watch, Jesus went to him. You preach it, Darlene. In the fourth watch, Jesus went to him. In the fourth watch, Jesus went to him. Has he been to you in the fourth watch? Has he been to you in the fourth watch before? Have you ever made it in the trials and circumstances and all of a sudden, Jesus shows up in the fourth watch? There's a promise. Coming down that dusty road. I said there's a promise. Coming down that dusty road. There's a fourth watch with your name on it, child of God. Fear. You see, Satan will try to tell you that there's no fourth watch. He'll try to tell you and he'll bring fear and deception. He, just like I said, that old serpent, serpent, Satan, the devil of old, the one that deceived the world, he works through deception. Amen. Boy, I tell you what, anytime you have a negative thought, listen, anytime that you have a terrible thought, I mean terrible, you're scared, you're worried, you're fear, God did not send you that. That was from Satan. Let me give you a hint. Anytime you worry, that's not from God. Let me give you another hint. Anytime you fear, that's not from God. Let me give you one more. Anytime you doubt, that is not from God. God said, be of good cheer. Be of good courage. When the, when, the, when the enemy comes in with the flood, I will set a standard up against him. He told Joshua, God is with you. Amen. God, listen, God is with y'all. God is with y'all. The creator of the world. God is with y'all. Let me use some bad grammar. There ain't nothing Satan can do about it. God is with you. You want to know what book comes after Job? Somebody know? Psalms. 
you know what it says in Psalms? He that dwells in the secret place to the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Glory to God. He said, I am your refuge. In a, in a time of trouble, I'm a very present help in a time of trouble. That comes right after Job. The, one of the saddest books in the Bible. The greatest rejoicing book. The longest book of songs in the Bible. Comes right after Job. It may be midnight. But joy is soon to come. I said it may be midnight. But joy is soon to come. I'm a winner either way. If I go, if I stay. I said I'm a winner either way. If I go or if I stay, we're in a win-win situation. If a meteor come from space and it was on fire, big as the state of California, it landed on top of this church. They may look over there and say, boy, them poor people, them, that poor congregation. They got took out of this world in such a terrible way that meteor come all the way from... Jupiter and hit him. But what they don't know is we're going to be dancing in the streets of glory. I said we're going to be rejoicing in the portals of glory. I'm a winner either way if I go or if I stay. I'm a winner. I'm a winner either way. Be of good cheer. It is I. Fear not. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. There's a fourth watch coming for you. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, sometimes it just helps to just get down and just say, you know what? I don't care what, what happens to me. I'm a winner either way. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Boy, this is... Ooh, it's good. Come on. And Satan comes against us with fear. Negative thoughts. Negative. Any negative thought. Write this down. Read it every other minute. Every negative thought. Because am I the only one in here that has negative thoughts? Am I the only one that has negative Am I the only one that worries sometimes? Am I the only one that gets afraid sometimes that I just don't know what to do? But God said, cast your cares upon Him. Cast your cares upon Him. He cares for you. Well, let's be real sometimes. Some of us like to walk around like the choir. I've never preached to the choir before. I like to try that. I've never, we shouldn't take the choir steps out. Some of y'all could have went up there and I could have preached to the choir. I'm not putting them back. So, some people just like, there are some Christians that just act like they've got it all figured out. Come on, uh-huh, yeah. Yes, and boom. There's some Christians that just act like they've got it all together. Let's be real sometimes. Amen. We go through things. Amen. We face hard times. The winds are contrary. The waves toss. Understand this. We will face these times. And if you haven't, you will. And 
what we don't understand sometimes is that we let fear grip us. We let fear hold and get tired and worry comes. And then what follows is doubt. We let those things grab us. And I want to say this, I want to be careful, but we let them keep us longer than we were supposed to stay. Sometimes the things we are going through, and I don't, I don't want to sound like, like I'm, you know, sometimes the things we go through last longer than they're supposed to because we get our eyes off of the Lord. Amen. Come on. Amen. It's good. I want to see this. What happens when we take our eyes off Christ? Now listen, this is in the middle of the storm. And, and this applies when you're not in a storm too. But the, the disciples found themselves in a storm and they looked out and they seen Jesus walking. They didn't know it was Jesus. They seen this figure walking on the water. And they couldn't understand it because the waves were going. But everywhere this figure stepped, there was calm. He took one more step and it was calm. He took one more step and it was calm. Now, some of us in here might say, well, if we was on that ship, we'd been like that. That's got to be Jesus. Let me ask you something. If you were sitting on a lake and you seen something walking on the water towards you, what would you do? I said, that's Jesus. <laughs> Alright, it's a fast one. <laughs> I don't know what I would do, but I'd probably be scared to death if I didn't know uh, if I didn't read this before. Come on, that's it. You'd be a little worried. I'd be worried. But they seen him walking. And they seen everywhere that he would step. Everywhere that he would take a step. That it would calm the storm. Let me tell you, that's why you need to stay in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, that song says. You wonder why I'm smiling through the thunder. Mm. Think about that. You wonder why my soul feels no alarm. It's because there's an unseen hand guiding my vessel. He's my harbor in the time of the storm. You know, so, you know some people, were, they, they just, they're going through so much, but they're still... Moving on. Uh -huh. They're still coming to church. Come on, that's it. They're, still, they're still getting up in the mornings and going to work. Yes, and you yes. look at them and you say, how do they do it? Well, you wonder you why I'm smiling through the thunder. You wonder why my soul yes. feels no alarm. Jesus is with me when the storm clouds gather. He's standing by my side when I hear the thunder roll. So they said, who is it? They were scared to death. They said, don't come any closer. Don't hurt us. But Jesus spoke up. And he said, be of good cheer. I want to focus on that for just a moment. And what did he say? You can look this up. John 6 and 33. Jesus was saying, in this world, you'll have tribulation. Stop right there. That's true. That's what we've been talking about. But then he went on to say, be of good cheer. 
be of good cheer. For I, I have overcome the world. Not me. Not Pastor Jerry. Not Pastor Trula. Not Robert Wilson. Jesus has overcome the world. He's overcome the tribulation. That's why you can be of good cheer. Everywhere he steps in the middle of the storm, he's overcome it and it becomes calm. And then, he said, be not afraid. Okay, now we're back on fear. And Peter, now boy, Peter, he, he was just, some Christians need to be more like Peter. I mean, they were, he was ready to, to jump out of the boat. And he said, Lord, the King James says, if it's you, but a better translation would be since it's you. Uh-huh. And you can look at that in the Hebrew or the Greek or go to philosophy school and figure that out. Yeah. But he said, since it's you, bid me to come. Yeah. Oh, here come. Song mom says, come on and walk on the water with Jesus. Come on and walk on the water with Jesus. He will not fail. He will not fail. Joshua come up to the Jordan River. He had them priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant. Y'all remember that? When they was about to go over to the walls of Jericho and march around them seven times. And getting on the seventh time, march and give a shout of praise. Before that, the Jordan River was in front. And he told Joshua, get them priests. And I want you to put the ark on them and make them go up and stand in the brink of Jordan. And it'll part. And I'll bring you across. And Joshua said, okay. He said, all right, guys. Get in the front of the line and start marching. Get the presence of God and start carrying it and start marching. They started getting closer and some of them priests are saying, Joshua, it's not moving. Joshua, the water's still there. They was carrying that ark and they stopped and Joshua said, uh-uh. Dip your toes in the water. Dip your toes in the water, priest. Come on and walk on the water. God is saying to some Christians, just take one step and I'll bring you all the way through. Just take one step and trust me, I'll part the water. I'll part the water. You'll go across on dry ground. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just take one step of faith and He'll bring you all the way home. So Peter jumped out onto the water and started walking on the water. But then he looked. And he saw the boisterous waters. He seen the winds. He seen the sharks. I don't like sharks. When I go to the ocean, that's it. I'm, I'm, I come to the, to the little bit right there and dip my toes in like those priests and see all them people swimming to China. And I'm like, bye-bye. It's shark week. I'm not touching, not getting in there. And he seen the boisterous winds. I see Satan wants to take your eyes off of Christ. Now understand this. He was still in a storm. But once he focused on Christ, once he stepped toward him, everything began to work. He began to walk on the water. 
when Satan got his eyes on the storm. Peter. When Satan got when Satan got Peter's eyes, yeah. Satan began to strike fear yeah. into the heart of Peter. And the Bible says in, he became afraid. Come on, come on. And he began to sink. And then Jesus would later he would say, Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And understand this. I'm not saying that we don't, look, don't, don't recognize the problem. We, we have to recognize the problem. Yeah. Some people say that when you're sick, you're just supposed to say, I'm not sick. That's a, that's a doctrine that's going around big time. When you're sick, you just declare that you're not sick and you're not sick, but you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> blind Bartimaeus didn't let Jesus walk on by and say, I'm not blind. He didn't sit on the side of the road and say, I'm not blind. He said, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. We have to acknowledge the problem. But take your eyes off the problem and put them on the problem solver. I said, take your eyes off the problem and put them on the problem solver. And when you do that, child of God, you wonder why I'm smiling in the thunder. You wonder why my soul feels no alarm. Well, there's an unseen hand guiding my vessel. He's my harbor in the time of the storm. Well, Jesus is with me when the storm clouds gather. He's standing by my side when I hear the thunder roll. He holds my hand when I begin to tremble. When the winds of this world is blowing strong. When you take your eyes off your problem and put them on the problem solver, then you will not have fear and you can be of good cheer. And you'll begin to walk on the water with Jesus. And I'm closing. Understand this. We've got to focus on Christ. For it's in Him that life is. For the thief cometh to, cometh to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I cometh, Jesus said, that you may have life and life more abundant. It's in Him. Every answer. I see, the, the number, when you get a, get a thought to go anywhere but Jesus to solve your problem. It's not the right thought. Now I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I'm not saying that. Thank the Lord for doctors. I'm not saying that kind of thing. I'm saying keep your eyes on Christ. Pray. Seek Him. Believe Him. Trust Him. Be of good cheer. And be not afraid. As a Christian. Mom, just come up to the piano and whatever you want to sing, maybe come on and walk on the water. He said, be not afraid. And then when he got in the boat, let me tell you, Jesus is on his way to your boat. He's on his way, church. 
David, he's on his way to your boat. The fourth watch is coming. I said the fourth watch is coming. The fourth watch is coming. Violet, the fourth watch is coming. Jesus is coming. He's on his way to your boat. He wants you to focus on Him. Satan wants you to be afraid. He wants you to worry. He wants you to doubt. But God wants you to trust Him. He wants you to be of good courage. And know that He's with you. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. That's it. this front. He will not fail. He will not fail. Just come up to this front and walk on the water with Jesus. Hallelujah. Just make a move and make a move. Yes.